folks, this is Rich Palazzo from the Thinking Accurately Education Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Today, we're going to tackle a question, what is real? But before we do, though, I'd like to refer you back to our Facebook page at Thinking Accurately Education and our website, our blog, at thinkingaccuratelyeducation.com. And you'll find that we have a few blog posts where we've dealt with the question of ultimate truth. First thing, do you believe that there is such a thing as ultimate truth? For example, if you're building a shelf, do you pull out your trusty tape measure first? I do. Or if I'm making a recipe, a cake or something, I measure the ingredients first using a teaspoon or a tablespoon or a cup or whatever. And uh, when I play baseball, for example, I make sure that the bases are 90 feet apart before I get started. Well, something has to be your standard. The place you go or the thing you use when you want to make sure something's accurate. In our blog, uh, we offered a bunch of suggestions for who to accept who or what to appoint as your authority, your go-to person. I'm in the IT field, or at least I have been, and uh, we use that expression quite frequently. Who is your go-to person on a specific subject? You see, you really can't go to another question until you've answered that one. Let's say you choose, for example, um, science as ultimately being true. Maybe somebody like Bill Nye, the science guy. Okay, then you have to answer the question, what is real, from within that context. And many people do. For them, that's all there is, uh, matter and energy. That's materialism or naturalism, which says that all that is real is found in nature. It's made of matter and energy. You see, there can be no other answer if science is your source of ultimate truth because it only deals with what can be experienced through the five senses, sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. But let me ask you, are there things beyond the scope of science? What is science? Well, you don't have to go too far in your research before you find that science is all it has to do all with reserv- uh, observations and experiments. In fact, that's what the famous scientific method is all about. So are there things that can't be observed or tested? I've often thought about someone that I think has changed the world forever. Uh, a guy named Charles Lyell. He argued for the idea of uniformitarianism, the theory that strata in the geological column, you know, like at the Grand Canyon, where you see the striated rocks. Uh, he said that they the, these kind of formations have resulted from the action of continuous and uniform processes processes over a long period of time, even millions of years. Well, how did he know? I mean, he didn't observe it being laid down, and he 
couldn't experiment on it to reproduce the results. So how could he know a thing like that using science? I'm not arguing against his ideas. I'm only questioning them. You say, I don't want to get on the case of science. Science has done wonderful things. Just watch the movie Apollo 13. I mean, science and engineering can produce amazing results. You can see the planes flying through the air and uh, spaceships going into outer space. I'm really, if for the sake of this conversation, all I'm talking about is reality. I'm just trying to find an answer to that question, what is real? I have read all kinds of articles on the internet about infrared therapy and its healing properties. And then I went to my neurologist and he tells me he's never heard of infrared therapy. And he tells me to forget it. Well, who's right? What is real? What is fake? I heard the other day, I watched a YouTube video, it was quite authoritative, about um, vitamin C. I've been taking a form of vitamin C for years called ascorbic acid, and this lady was arguing that it's bad for you, or at least useless. Well, then I watched another YouTube video, and they say that's not true, it is useful. Well, who do I trust? Who do I listen to? You know, all my life I was told that Pluto was a planet, and then it wasn't. Now I hear that it is again. Well, I have to be honest. I have to admit that I'm getting kind of skeptical about what people are calling facts these days. It's like when Inigo Montoya says, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. But it all depends on who you think speaks with the most authority. I went to a museum the other day and which is my habit, I went into the bookstore of the museum and I read that I read several different books and each book said that a lady by the name of Betty Hemings was Thomas Jefferson's wife. Uh, it was spoke, you know, said categorically. It wasn't um, uh, referred to as being uh, up for question or in doubt or or theory, or it was just stated as a fact. Well, I had not heard that it was official. I, when I stepped outside of the museum, I googled it. And from what I uh, read in many different uh, places on the internet, the evidence appears to be conclusive that someone in the Jefferson family fathered children in the Hemings family. But out of all the articles I read, no one seems to know which Jefferson, which member of the Jefferson family was involved. There are many conflicting theories. What? The books at the museum included those claims as facts. There was no room for question. There was no doubt about it. It was mentioned, spoken of as facts. What is real? What's not? Who's right? In our blog, we've been speaking about experts, authors, TV personalities, doctors, scientists, religious leaders, politicians, 
teachers, even society itself, as possible sources of ultimate truth? Well, are they dependable enough that we can trust them to know best, better than we can know ourselves? And if we want to know, what should we use? Should we use our own experience, our own reason, our intuition, our feelings? Or should we look to some kind of revelation from outside? You know, <laughs> there's an old TV show. I think it was The Twilight Zone. Anyway, there were these aliens from a more advanced planet. And, you know, everyone asked them all these questions. Like, what's the meaning of life? That kind of thing. Well, the aliens even brought a book with them. And it had a title on it. And the title of the book was To Serve Man. Everyone was thrilled. They were lining up and they were get, getting ready to go on spaceships to this other planet. Until all of a sudden at the end of the show, someone comes running in and discovered they interpreted the writing on the book. It was a cookbook to serve man. It was a cookbook. And these people were getting on plane, uh, spaceships to go to their planet. The comedian Sinbad once said, it's a sick world with sick people living in it. Well, I don't know if that's the case. I'm just talking about what is real. I'm trying to you know, come up with the answer to this question. Well, there's one thing I do know. Depending on where you start, depending on what you decide is ultimate truth and what is the source of ultimate truth, there's kind of a limit to how far you're going to go from that starting place to where you're going to end up. For example, if science is your touchstone, if it's your source of ultimate truth, then you cannot believe in a God because a God is not natural. He's supernatural, right? And if you say you only believe in what you've experienced, then I ask you, have you ever met? Have you ever seen an angel? I remember I read an article once about a fossilized bird that someone was calling the missing link. I'm pretty sure that I had also seen it on TV on a Discovery Channel. It was being presented as a missing link uh, between birds and dinosaurs. And then later I find out that someone said that the feathers had been glued onto the dinosaur skeleton, that they found residue of the glue. Come on. I hear about the human genome and the mitochondrial Eve. What is that all about? I mean, really, what is the deal? Where do you, you, where do you go for ultimate truth? And what do you think reality looks like? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? What do you base that on? Is everyone going to heaven? Is your dog? Why? Or why not? Listen, I'm not arguing any position. I'm just asking you to be consistent in what you think. What do you believe and why do you believe it or not? I think you, I'm asking you to think about it. And I will be talking about this more in our blog. I would really like to develop this question, what is real? But um, I would just like to broach it with you today. Uh, please, if you get a chance, go to our website. It's uh, thinkingaccuratelyeducation.com. Uh, we also are on Facebook. And uh, check us out. I think you, you might uh, find us interesting. Thank you for your 
stopping by today. I know you have a lot of things to do, but I appreciate you uh, listening to us. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye now. Thank you.